Hello and welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I'm Arthur Yon, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, and other home service providers, increase their revenue, grow their authority, and help them build a platform of lifetime customers. We believe that every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind from contamination, mold, and indoor-related illnesses, all for less than a dollar a day. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. What is going on? How is everybody doing? I hope everybody's having a great week, a great day, a lot of productivity out there. Uh, welcome to the, another episode. This is episode 23 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, and we are very, very excited. We have a, a wonderful guest that we're going to be interviewing today. Um, she is actually based out of Denver, Colorado. She is also the CEO of Select Sales Development. She is a motivational speaker. She is a sales coach, and she's a great person. Her name is Merritt Kahn. Merritt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Arthur. Thanks for being on. It's a pleasure. I'm happy to see you looking bright and cheery, and uh, we want to... We want to get to know a lot about you and what you're doing right now. And of course, we always jump into that first. Um, tell us about your background and how you got into the sales world that you're in now. Well, let's see. I come from a family of sales professionals. So, you, you know, like doctors are you come from a long line of doctors in a lot of cases. But uh, for me, it was never a question of what was I going to do with my life? It was really more a question of what was I going to sell? So my dad was in advertising. My mom sold real estate. My grandfather had a used car a lot. My grandmother sold Avon. Like we we were always it was always going to be sales. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, yeah, you you got the bloodline, you got the environment. Uh, the, uh, you're right, you're destined for it, right? And <laughs> what so. do you what do you enjoy most about sales? I like the creativity. I like obviously, you know, interacting with different people. I'm always learning about different businesses. What I do is I really work with a lot of entrepreneurs who are so good at what they do, but they're frustrated because it should be easier to sell more. And they spent all their time and effort and energy and money to invest in getting good in their profession, whether that's a trade or professional services or something. And so I get to learn a lot about a lot of different things um, and adopt what I know, which is sales process, sales mindset, sales you know activities and behaviors. And so I work with people in those areas, but... I'm constantly looking within the framework that I teach people, how, what are the nuances that are true for them in their world? So it, every day is different for me. And I think that's what keeps it fresh and fun. And um, and then I'm also a comedian. So, <laughs> you know, whatever I can do to lighten someone's load with a little bit of laughter during their day, that's a good thing too. Yeah, you're right. You know, there's so much... Um, I, you know, there's a lot of that strain or stress that's built into when people think of sales. I mean, they, you know, and, and of course, uh, it, it is a process that is kind of, you know, people may kind of gear up for it, like they're going to a car lot or whatever. But, but when you make it fun, I guess, for one thing, like you mentioned, when you make it fun and light, and um, you add comic 
uh, relief to it, I guess is a good term. But also when you when you just make it clear that, you know, hey, this isn't a pushy process. This is something where, you know, you have a need, you're trying to get it fulfilled. And, uh, you know, people, when they look at it more like that way, where everybody's just trying to see how, you know, we can get your get your needs fulfilled, I guess, which, to repeat myself. Um but yeah, that, that's a great way to look at it, to be um, just just joyful about it, I guess. So let me ask you this. I, I read about the the three M's, right? Is that part of your philosophy? Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Uh, so the three M's, uh, one of them is not merit, although maybe that should be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I... I ask people all the time in my audiences when I'm invited to a big conference to be the keynote speaker or do a deep dive session. And I always ask people, you know, what do you think is the most important thing to being good at anything you do? You know, sales being one of those things. Is it is it your mindset, what you think? Is it the the mechanics of what you say, like the nuts and bolts of what you're actually saying, or is it being in motion and you know doing the actions and behaviors to to get to the results? And it's it's a bit of a trick question, honestly. But every time I ask that, there's a portion of the audience that will answer in all three of those areas. And it's you know the the trick question is that yes all of those are important. So you can't really just say, well, if you have the mindset for sales, you don't have to do the activities. Like that doesn't even make sense. But, you know, you really, what I've noticed is that people gravitate toward one of those three. They're really more of a mindset person. So they may come across, quote unquote, as a salesperson, you know, they're they're outgoing, they're optimistic, they're life of the party. And so you kind of think that they're like a sales persona. But if they're not saying the right things or taking the right actions, that's not going to be enough to help them be successful. And other people are more focused on, well, I, I took this class. I read this book. I know exactly what to say. I know the questions to ask and, you know, how to close the deal. But that also is not, it's just one part of the puzzle. And so when I think about it, it's it's almost like, you know, nobody is a natural born salesperson, just like nobody is a natural born plumber, electrician, builder. You know, you just you learn those things and then you get to the point where you know it so well, you don't have to think about it anymore. And that's what I think sales is the same thing. You can learn specific things in mindset, mechanics and motion that will help you feel comfortable and confident in your role in business development. And once you understand that about yourself and what to do out there, you don't have to think about it. Now you can actually just be in a conversation and it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, then that, that's a wonderful uh, point. Like if it's, a, if it's a conversation where both sides are part participating uh, and you make whoever your, your customer is or your prospect you want them to feel valued, you know, before there's any kind of sale, right? Um, yeah. And you, and as you mentioned, uh, in trades and, in, and of course in home services, whether it's a plumber, heating and air, whatever your your trade is, um, what are some tips that you could get? That you, I know you've worked with some of these companies before, and and their staffs and that kind of thing. What are some tips that you can give on how to really? You know, even though they're they're used to having the tool belt, they're used to just really doing the trade side of things. How do you help them transition a little bit to more of the, you know, personable roles? Honestly, working with uh, people in the trades is 
one of my favorite things um, <laughs> because it's it's so different from what I grew up with. I nobody in my family was in the trades. Um, I married <laughs> into into families that everybody was in the trades. Um, but I think what's fascinating is they're the they're like the secret stealth Salesforce you don't see coming. My favorite is estimators. I have trained estimators and I have worked on trucks with estimators. I I did a project for a pest control company. They got me all outfitted. They passed me off as like a new hire. And I went and I rode the trucks as if they were training me to be somebody who would go to somebody's home and, you know, do an estimate of the job and find it out, you know, all the things. And then, but what I was interested in is where are those opportunities where estimators can ask sales opportunity questions. And, you know, it was so, it's so easy in the trades. It's so easy when you go into someone's home, you're already there. Maybe in many cases, they've already paid that initial on-site, you know, fee to come and estimate the job and like, see what's going on. And so just asking a simple question like, hey, you know, oftentimes when the plumber is on site, you think about 12 other things you'd like me to do. Let's just walk through the house. Before I leave, let's just walk through any leaky faucets, anything that's dripping, any pressure that's not great. Like, you know, you're just planting seeds. And then somebody goes, oh yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I haven't thought about that in years. Let me have you take a look at this. So it's, it's really fun to give people who are not like hired killers like the, the trails the the trained sales force that everybody sees coming mm-hmm. when you can teach people who are not pushy or aggressive to ask a few questions that could open up a prospect's mind to new opportunities for to to do business you can take a a $50 service call and turn it into a $500 sale. Not because you're doing something to point out something that they don't need, but because you're asking good questions that uncover other needs. And that's really the essence of sales. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, and by the way, uh, is there a video of this where you were, where you're undercover with the, uh, the <laughs> I, I wish that was, <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm sure there's evidence of it somewhere. I know, I know I was wearing a, there's pictures of me wearing a hard hat for some other company and, and uh, standing in front of the pest control Enviro Pest. We'll give a shout out to them and here in Colorado. Uh, but yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> that, well, that, that's awesome. I mean, you got a, the premise of, of a show right there. Cause of course <laughs> you, you've heard of undercover boss. Now you can have the undercover <laughs> comedian slash sales approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, but, it would turn um, more into a comedy show if you actually had me uh, actually doing anything to remove pests from people's homes like that. That is 100% <laughs> not happening. Yeah, well, and of course, yeah, that's a whole nother ballpark. I'm I'm used to going in the crawl spaces and the attics and it's a different world. But, you know, it's part of the part of the job, part of the game. And um, but, I, you know, I think that's just such a, a good area to focus on where that you've got a lot of guys out there that have these crews of, of, you know, trade skilled men that they know how to fix things, but they don't always know how to approach the customer with like an upsell situation and that kind of thing. But, uh, but it, to make it when you, when you really realize that it's that kind of an approach, it's not, 
you know, the salesy thing. It's about really just helping people. We're already there. Let's go ahead and discover what else might need, you know, to be fixed for you just to maintain your home, like something that's going to really benefit them in the long run. Um, so, oh, go ahead. I, I was Jump just going to say, um, going back, <laughs> like tying that into that mindset mechanics motion formula. So it's one thing, you know, what I found was difficult was to just say to somebody, look, it's just a, it's just a different way of looking at sales. Like look at it as helping. And you can hear that and go, okay, so now I look at myself as helping, but I'm still, I still don't know what to say. And so that's where the mechanics of, of sales, you know, what is it that you actually say? So when I work in the field or, or just work with somebody virtually and just say, okay, tell me about like the questions that you're asking in your role when you're on site or on the phone, like qualifying a, a prospect. And then let's just add a couple of questions to that. So I want to actually give them the very prescriptive language that works in their world. And then with motion, the the assignment is just ask once a day. You know, it could be asking for referral business because many companies in those industries, you know, it's it's a lot of trust. You know, I'm I'm inviting somebody to do some work in my home. I want to trust the people. So I'm going to go to my neighbors or I'm going to, you know, use a referral. So professionals in those industries need to be really comfortable asking for referrals like, hey, I appreciate that you invited me in. Um, Now that we've solved your problem, we've done this work. Uh, are there other people that maybe you know of who might have also been complaining or frustrated about similar things? Would you post something in your neighborhood Facebook group or something that, you know, we did a great job for you? You know, you got to be able to ask for these things today. And I think that's where my approach to sales has really been very um, easy to implement because I'm not just coming at it from one perspective. We're addressing the mindset, the mechanics, and being in motion. Yeah, I'll, and those are th- those just fit together so well. Uh, what are you? What are you doing in the future? Or do you have any events that are going on? Do you do a lot of online events? I know you do um, live speaking events too. But do you have anything lined up over the next calendar year? Um, most of the events that I do are for associations or private companies when they invite me in to speak or do training. So um, if you're listening and you are part of an association, you'd like to hear me speak, um, all it takes is an introduction to the person who plans programs for that association. And um, I mean, I've spoken in many, many different, I, I was uh, talking to the, I've, I've done things for like the you know, Cisco, like ceiling tile in like installation <laughs> and, you know, just like really cool stuff. So that's one way. Um, but if you have a company and you invite your own uh, crew in for training sessions, that's another good opportunity. Reach out to me and, um, you know, we can work something out that way. So that's one thing. The other thing that we'll be launching shortly is a whole catalog of online courses where you can kind of start to get into the methodology. And usually what happens is people do some of our virtual programs and then it it um, 
grows into having me come in, work directly with the with the staff, with the team. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that I work with companies. I, I think the best thing to do if if I've intrigued you in some way and you find this conversation valuable and you'd like to learn a little bit more, just go to my website, click the let's talk button, you know, skip the lead magnets and all those things. I mean, they're all there, but just click the let's talk button, set up a time to meet with me and tell me what's going on in your world and what we could fix. Okay. And that's meritcon.com, right? M-E-R-I-T-K-A-H-N.com. Um, I think that people listening can tell that there's a lot of value you can provide uh, in the sales area and also just in that personable area where a lot of people, they need that kind of training for their staff and they they need it. A lot of business owners need it for themselves, um, especially in this world, you know, in this sector, you've got guys that are they, they went from, you know, being the guy with the tool belt, being the guy carrying around the equipment, they decided to branch off and start their own business, but they don't necessarily understand there's a lot to it. You know, you, you really. And I think that's a growing, you know, thing because these days, uh, you know, there's some controversy over whether college education is really the way to go. And, you know, I think a lot of you know, kids coming into that, into, you know, the the career world would be really wise to look at the trades because those are, as we've learned, those are the things that are, you know, non-negotiables. I can't not have an electrician, a plumber, a, you know, like I need people to do those things. And more and more, we're going to see people who, you know, know how to do that skill. And because they've been good, they they have the opportunity to build a business around that, but nowhere have they really learned that the leadership attributes, the the how do you have business development conversations and really grow a team. That's a whole different kind of skill set. That's where people like me come into place because I can really work and and help develop those skills or take those managers that you feel like or those tradesmen that you feel could have managerial um, opportunities in their future and really help develop that. And that's, you know, that's where the real money is, because now you're not trading time for money or multiplying your opportunities. So one of the rules I've had my entire 20 plus year career is owner always has to play. So you cannot, I will refuse the deal no matter how juicy and lucrative it may be. If you want me to train your team without you being part of the mix to really understand how that the dynamic is going, I, I would walk away from that because I know ultimately it's not going to stick. And the owner in, you know, in particular has to understand the philosophies, the skills, the game plan that we're putting in place for it to really have long lasting behavioral change. That's fan, that's a fantastic philosophy. Very admirable because it, you're you're basically saying, I mean, I'm only going to do this if I know that this is going to provide the utmost impact on yep. you and your business. And you can't have that impact if you don't even know what's going on as a business owner. Um, so that's that's wonderful. I mean, you're in a position. I mean, you literally will turn away people if they're not willing to really invest in themselves fully. And uh, that's great. I got a um, because... reputation, Arthur. I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> know what works. <laughs> you do. I, hey, you got to keep it going, right? And um, 
All right, and let's put we're gonna before we close things out, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Do you have any uh any stand-up bid or something that you can do for us? <laughs> I have got I've got to come up with a good answer to that question. Um Arthur, my my comedy is a little dirty, so I I, I don't know. We well, might have to uh save that you make for it PG, PG 13. <laughs> if know. not, I hey, I, I won't I won't make <laughs> you do it. I just wanna well, see if we get you a little that, uh, I will huh? say if you're ever traveling through Denver, I do a one woman comedy show. It's really all about I, I rewrote my life story through the lens of comedy. And like all of us have ups and downs and we've all if you've ridden the ride of life long enough, you've experienced highs and lows. And when you rewrite all of the low points through the lens of comedy, it completely uh, alters your future. So it's it's a real way of looking at life and um, and I love sharing my one woman show. I do it regularly in Denver and uh, plan to take it on the road toward the second half of 2023. And so, yeah, so get on. So go to my site. You'll get on the list. Anybody who's on the list will get updated on the upcoming comedy shows. So definitely check that out. Awesome. And I'm sure just like me, everybody else enjoys a really good laugh. And, you know, even if it means, you know, the HBO style, <laughs> whatever it is, we I, it, you've intrigued me, that's for sure. So um, if we're if I'm ever in Denver, anybody listening, if you're in Denver, try to find Merritt Khan and her stand up act. And uh, and of course, also reach out to her at Merritt Khan, M-E-R-I-T-K-A-H-N dot com uh and she can very 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 likely help you out with your business any situation that you want to uh, help yourself grow um merit this has been a, a very big pleasure it's, it's been fun and uh and exciting and i know that you're looking forward to working with a lot of companies and a lot of people in the future um she and as mentioned she's available for speaking keynote speaking as well so absolutely wonderful <laughs> Thanks for well, having Mary, me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again for being a guest. And I appreciate everybody tuning in for another episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Uh, we will see you on the next show and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes of content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.